This episode is brought to you by InstantPodcastLeader.com, the leading platform to launch your podcast in 48 hours and make it profitable. Get your free audiobook and free web class at InstantPodcastLeader.com forward slash web class. Hello and welcome to Every Youth Matters. I'm Dr. John Tan. For the past 30 years, I've been helping youths realize their life potential. In recent years though, I've helped many parents, teachers, counselors and youth workers engage their young people. In this podcast, I will share tips, tools and ways to reach who may be that difficult or challenging youth who just will not respond to your best intentions. What can we do to reach and win their hearts? I believe that the youth's potential is too precious a gift to waste. So come, join me in this journey for Every Youth Matters. Thank you, thank you. Welcome to Every Youth Matters. I have a free gift for you, which is the resource guide called 3R Motivation Model. And the 3R Motivation Model contains three secrets for managing challenging youths. And you can uh, grab your free copy today uh, from my website, drjohntan.com forward slash downloads. That is www.drjohntan.com forward slash downloads. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today. Uh, we continue our uh, look and our discussion at how do we handle misbehaviors. And in the previous episode, I talked about the, a useful theory, a theory that was postulated by Dr. Dreykus. And uh, I have found it um, helpful. And so I'm sharing this uh, with you. Uh, for the past uh, 30 years, I have been involved with uh, helping young people as well as helping um, people who help young people to succeed, right? So... We, I've made lots of lots of mistakes and just want to uh, share with you those mistakes so that you do not need to make them, all right? And so today, um, in developing um, this uh, theory, also known as uh, social discipline theory, in looking at it uh, deeper, um, there are four major drives for a child's uh, misbehavior. When I say major drive, I mean motivations. And a child's misbehavior is based on the mistaken assumption, make, um, the mistaken assumption that um, he or she can find their place in society or world or in this world through misbehaving. And uh, it is driven by four sometimes uh, subconscious um, motivations. And uh, the child may not be able to even articulate this four. It's just something that is embedded inside. For example, uh, the first, uh, which we will be focusing in and uh, zooming in today, um, and the first is attention-getting. Attention-getting. For some students, uh, misbehavior is the only source of attention. Well, um, there are some young people who just need additional attention. Right? You may know of some. All the time, uh, they need the spotlight to be on them. Why? Because they, 
they they may may not feel assured that they matter. They may not feel the sense of significance. Um, maybe they feel isolated, and so they want to be seen. They want to be recognized. They want to feel that um, they matter to the people around them. And of course, um, their misbehavior actually sometimes um, pushes people away, right? So it's a mistaken assumption. They, they feel that um, by acting up, they can get that. But yet at the same time, for a fleeting moment, for a fleeting moment, if they were to misbehave, for example, in a classroom setting, if they were to misbehave, and um, do all kinds of uh, monkey things and teacher gets upset and teacher reprimands, that alone tells them, hey, I am alive. I kind of matter. I am the class clown, for example. And I get my reward when my classmates laugh at me and when the teacher gets upset. That is a form of just knowing, hmm, okay, this is my place. I get it. Now, for us as adults, um, in interpreting that behavior, we will need to look at the cause, right? So, um, we need to address the basic need behind the behavior or misbehavior. But at the same time, um, what can we do to discourage that misbehavior from recurring and uh, reach out to the child in need as well? And if you are a teacher, then in that setting, to maintain that, maintain that classroom space, to manage that classroom, that it will be a productive one, it will be a good one for learning rather than being disruptive, right? So here's, here's the key. So in applying this theory then, it first starts that um, we know if we can analyze it and if we are accurate in kind of diagnosing that this child has a need for attention and he feels that the, the you know, he's not getting it. And so that's the only way he knows how to get it. So we will then need to address two things. Number one, his need, which then we will give appropriate attention. And we need to then minimize, minimize that particular misbehavior. For example, it could be little Tommy at the back um, jumping up and down or whatever and that that's very discouraged, right? So we will have to address that. And um, at the same time, um, get the rules to be followed. So if I were in that situation, I will look at Tommy and I say, yes, Tommy, you need something? Uh, well, jumping up, uh, you're not going to get it. All right, I hear you. I'll get to you soon in time all right so if it's a class rule that uh, before you speak you raise your hand once you acknowledge then you speak and when somebody speaks everybody listens and there's those are the rules then we go by it now if uh, tommy doesn't want to obey them 
Well, rather than go straight into punishment, rather than go straight to punishment, we acknowledge the fact that he needs that attention, but we address that misbehavior by probably saying, Tommy, we hear you, but um, the rules that we mutually agreed will be this, 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 and you didn't follow. Just a moment, I get to you. But you don't punish the need because the need is a legitimate one. He needs attention. You don't punish the need because it's a legitimate one. He, he, he needs the attention, but he's not getting it. So we have to address it. So either assuring Tommy that you know his need is valid, but his response is not. And so his response needs to be then redirected so that his valid need can be met. And we also want to extend to Tommy that if he continues in that matter by misbehaving, then he's not going to get his need properly addressed. Right? So so rather than see escalate into a power struggle, it would be in asking, and if you are a parent, and if your child misbehaves in that sense, then in a calm voice is to ask your child, so um, is there anything going on? Do you need something? Or you could ask a direct question, and a direct question sounds something like this, like maybe it is uh, little Jane. Jane, could it be that um, you need some attention at this time. Jane, could it be that? So you are clarifying, could it be that? You may or may not be right, but at least you acknowledge. And with the child listening and ask, being asked that question is given the opportunity to acknowledge and say, yes, okay, if it is, then you continue the conversation to say that you really address that need. Right, so sometimes these needs are unspoken, unspoken because um, they may not have the words to express it. They expect it to happen, but without even realizing that they are misbehaving because it just comes out naturally, right? Because they are not receiving it. So it is not about minimizing the need of the child because it's a very valid need. I need attention. I need to know. I am alive, that I matter, that I'm significant, right? But then the misbehavior needs to just be tweaked to, to show the, um, the child that, well, whatever misbehavior you have uh, done will not reach the need. So find a new way and together we can, can work on the new way, right? So... Attention-seeking um, is a very legitimate and a very, very valid need for a child, for a growing child, because uh, he or she is finding their place in society and they need to know that they matter, right? And so um, join me again for the next episode because I continue to look at the other aspects of this theory and uh, how we can apply them in diagnosing and then intervening in misbehaviors, right? So um, thank you very much for uh, being with me today. Uh, 
And if you want to find out more, or if you need more hand-holding or to clarify doubts, you can join me in a clarity call. You can book an appointment at my website, drjohntan.com forward slash clarity. That is www.drjohn.com forward slash clarity. Do you want to know the secret of getting attention from youths without breaking their trust? Do you want a proven system that has helped thousands of youths to succeed in the past 30 years? Do you want to engage the youths and win their hearts even though they may be suicidal, depressed or simply not listening? Sign up today for our Happy Empowered Youths Certification Program at drjohntan.com forward slash hey that is www.drjohntan.com forward slash h-e-y thank you so much for joining me today it's been really great having you on board and if you have not already done so be sure to visit me at drjohntan.com that is drjohntan.com while there do subscribe to every Youth Matters show. Also, if like me, you want your message to reach a wider audience online, do sign up at instantpodcastleader.com. That is I-N-S-T-A-N-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-L-E-A-D-E-R.com. Instantpodcastleader.com. If you do just that, you'll get a free ebook called Inspire, Connect and Elevate Your Online Reputation. So, till the next episode, remember, we're in it together for every youth matters.